0: Hey everyone and welcome back to another Bad Batch Breakdown. Tonight we're going to go over episode number six, and thank you to everyone at the watch party. If you haven't already, check me out on Spotify and Apple iTunes for exclusive podcasts every single day, as well as the Star Wars Theory forums on StarWarsTheory.com. So tonight's episode ramped up as we finally got an answer to what Wrecker's headache was all about. Not to mention, that mystery character at the end. As Omega fails with the crossbow, we get to see her training for it. Which is showing some nice character development, eventually. As Sid walks in and grabs their attention with a new operation, a new gig. This one's actually pretty cool. So they head to Corellia, to a decommissioning facility to capture a tactical droid. Now, tactical droids were the boss of all other droids during the Separatist army during the time of the Republic. These are the ones that Anakin and Obi-Wan went up against and destroyed. Now, when you capture the head, just like in Lego Star Wars, boom, you control the whole army, essentially. Now, what i think is and i'll get more into this at the end of this video but what i think is that someone hired sid to find people to get this head so either they can learn how clones fight because we learn when hunter is asked by omega what is so special about tactical droids he says the more they fight the more they learn so either someone hired them for this head in order to learn how clones can be defeated because the droid must know this or at least have better intel on this than anyone else or it's to have an army of their own and this could be the rebellion's army as they land on Corellia, they sneak in and time their entry making it in we see wrecker's biggest fear and this might be his only weakness since he's literally all about strength his fear of heights which kind of makes sense because he's got you know a childlike personality as they enter the smelting facility which some of you were saying last night that could be linked to the Mandalorian we see tactical droids on conveyor belts being dropped into magma as Echo starts to enter the system he says that there's only one good tactical droid left at the facility whereas the rest have been destroyed so they really only have one shot this really ups the ante of the episode so when Omega spots the droid's head a minute later she sees someone stealing it, and of course approaches her to find out that it's Rafa and Trace, the Martez sisters. Now, if you don't know who they are, we saw them in The Clone Wars Season 7. They worked a little bit with Ahsoka for a few episodes, and then they all went on their way. As the droids walk in, everyone teams up, except for, of course, Rafa, which is not really a shocker. They blast their way out of there, and it's everyone just playing tag with the droid head, essentially. I got it. No, I got it. No, I got it. it. Now I got it. Wrecker bumps his head again, and the pain this time doesn't subside. It just gets worse. So finally, we get an answer as to what these headaches are all about, where he starts to recite, Good soldiers follow orders. Until he's shot by a droid and collapses into an unconscious state where we see his inhibitor chip kick in, and he hears Crosshair's voice in his head saying, Good soldiers follow orders. Which was a pretty cool scene. Now, for someone as big and strong as Wrecker, we can see that his mind is not on par with his body. This is because the chip is overtaking his mind and controlling him. We jump to Omega, getting stuck on a conveyor belt. Hunter saves her, and Rafa continues to be obnoxious. Wrecker eventually gets up, shakes it off, and goes on to connect with the crew and you know fighting the droids, kicking butt and really, really helping. This goes to show again just how lethal he is against droids and probably gives us a bit of a flashback as to how lethal he'll be against his own men later on when he turns, perhaps, just like Crosshair did. That is if they don't get to Rex first to take out the inhibitor chip, which I think is how Rex comes in. Rafa tells them to rewire the droid's head to command all of the droids around, such as the B1 and Super Battle droid. They do this in order to help themselves and give themselves a little bit of a fighting chance. Of course, it was really awesome seeing the B1 battle droids fighting alongside the Clankers. Definitely brought back some Clone Wars feels. They finally rewire the droid head and all the droids activate to kill the opposing team. The sisters talk to the Bad Batch where things get a little bit heated. They say they have a contact who sent them on this mission to fight against the Empire. Now this is the earliest form of the rebellion that we're going to see and it all started as George Lucas said realistically with Padme and Mon Mothma in the Revenge of the Sith deleted scene hunter tells us that clones are all different until rafa says yeah i heard that before now this really made me wonder uh, and i'm thinking maybe she's just talking about order 66 changing all of them you know where hunter says things were clearer when they were just soldiers or she truly knows some other clones just like the bad batch and maybe rex now going back to what hunter said things were clearer when they were just soldiers this really holds the burden of what they carry around of not knowing the start of what really happened to them all that it's out of his control he tells her that she can do better with it to which she takes it. Now, this really shows the burden that he carries of not knowing the start of what really happened to them all. Why did the clones turn so much? Why is Crosshair doing what he's doing? I mean, their brother. And soon enough, same thing is gonna be happening to Wrecker right in front of them. Anyways, eventually, the Martez sisters are given the intel that was supposed to be delivered to Sid. When she asks, why are you doing this? She's met with, well, you can do better with it to which she takes it. They separate, and we get an internal view of the ship of the two sisters, who summon R7 to call someone. Now, R7 was Ahsoka's droid in the Clone Wars. She has the connection to Ahsoka, and now her droid is with the Martez sisters. So, obviously, they met up at some point again, and or maybe there's still some connection there where they're chatting. And it makes me think that maybe Ahsoka is nearby, and they are indeed talking to her, which means Rex would be close too either that or they were calling Bail Organa which is who I think they were really calling now some people in chat were saying it's Ahsoka which can't be true because they said call him and I don't think it's Obi-Wan Kenobi because Obi-Wan is really living on the down low right now he doesn't want anybody to know anything about him and his sole purpose in life is to essentially just protect Luke but at this point I imagine he's pretty torn up with what happened to Anakin after Order 66 so I I think it was Bail Organa they were calling. He is leading the rebellion along with the others in such an early state of the galaxy. If we can even call it the rebellion just yet. Now how will they use this power for good? Well here's what I think and I touched on it earlier. Either the wrong hands hired them and they want that joy to see what the weakness of the clones is for phase three or they want to be able to have a powerful army to fight back against the empire. Now I'm going to make some shorter videos going over the big theories that I have but I don't want to spoil the show for others by putting titles. title or a thumbnail that, you know, some people may not like if they haven't seen it yet. So I'll wait until Monday for that. But that's essentially the gist of this episode. There wasn't really all that much. It was basically just Wrecker's fear of heights. Wrecker really starting to be controlled by the inhibitor chip now. And then the R7 droid and the character at the end, the mysterious character on the hologram who we don't know who it is. But, you know, I have a hunch that it could be Bail Organa. Leia's dad. Now, of course, not her biological father, which was Anakin, but, you know, her father who's adopted her. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this review and breakdown. Have an awesome rest of your day. Please leave a like if you did enjoy it. Check me out on Spotify and Apple iTunes for new podcasts every single day, as well as the Star Wars Theory forums. See you in the next video. Thank you for watching and may the Force be with you always.